Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. You know, I coach a lot of people with their business and our special guest today does so as well. It's interesting because we started chatting and we found a very, very common denominator between people who are just struggling and that is they don't realize, you might not realize you've actually done and have accomplished so much already that there is no reason why you can't accomplish even bigger things with this brand new business idea that you have or this new business venture that you want to go down. For whatever reason, we get so scared, we get in our own way, we block our own selves from moving forward. And those are the kinds of things we're gonna be talking about today, how to remove those blockers and actually take action because there is something that happens when you do that, even that first step. No matter how small it is, things begin to happen after that. And our special guest today, Scott Volker from The Amazing Seller and author of the brand new book, Take Action Effect, is here today with us and we're gonna jam on this, let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, the most important metric he tracks are thank yous, Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to session 390 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. My name is Pat Flynn, here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people, too. And to help you take action today, we're gonna be speaking with Scott Volker. He's got a new book out. He's a good friend of mine. He's in my accelerated program. I've been a fan of his for a while as well. I just love the way he does business. He does it in a very similar way as me, which is he actually cares about the results of his people. And the cool thing about this is he, he's been talking a lot about brand lately. He's been on the show recently also to talk about brand. What is a brand? A brand is like what people say about you, how they recommend you to others and those things that you wanna be known for. And this is kind of what Scott's jam now is as well. But it always stems down to before branding, before selling, before marketing, it always comes down to what happens up here. Duke, duke, duke. That's me poking your head a little bit. Boop, boop, boop. That's the sound it makes for some reason. But anyway, it's what happens in your mind. And it is the things that happen in there that actually reflect what happened in reality. And today we're gonna talk about how to take action, what is blocking us, and some of those moments that have happened in your life. We're gonna have you reflect back on some of the things that you've already accomplished that prove that you can do some of this stuff that you wanna do, all of it really. And today we're talking with Scott Volker again. So let's do it. Here we go. 
Scott, welcome back to the SPI podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's great to be back. Excited. And you have a new book coming out, which is exciting. And it's all about what you stand for, which is about taking action, which is what we're going to be talking about today. You were on pretty recently talking about branding and selling digital products. You told your story about how you started uh, in the photography space and then started selling online at theamazingseller.com. So if you want to hear Scott's story, go back and listen to episode 333. But today we're going to be talking about tips and tactics and strategies for you, somebody who's living a life who wants to live the best life possible and wants to take your skills that you have and, and put them out in there, out there in the world and how to actually do it. Because I think a lot of us want to do it. And we have these certain things that we want to actually take action on, but we don't. I just want to hear straight from you, the take action expert, what gets us to take action versus what gets us to not take action, even though we know we want that thing. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I have been talking, you know, even privately through this whole process of me writing this book and finally figuring it out for myself through years of trial and error and mental hurdles and everything else in between and figuring out like we have these certain things internally, these moments that we do something, we act on something, and then you have this effect from that action that you took. So that's where the idea came from, from, you know, allowing me to share my story with the world to let them know, yeah, like you can go out there and build a business and we all, you know, want to be doing that. But there's, you know, there's these action steps that are required to do it. And if we don't take these action steps, we'll never know. So for me, the book has really allowed me to open up my story even deeper and even, you know, helping people go through that process mentally, because that's the biggest hurdle I see with people is they can't get out of their own way because they don't have either, um, they don't think they have the skill set, they have limiting beliefs, maybe they've tried something before and it so-called mm -hmm. failed, which you and I both know that's just a learning experience. But really like this here for me is a personal thing for me that I want to be able to go out there and help people that were like me that didn't believe I had the skill set because I didn't have the education or I didn't have, you know, the network or I didn't have the following or whatever. I want to be able to, to go out there and really help people with this message. So that's really what the book is, is supposed to be doing here. Well, I mean, I think everybody who's listening to this wants to help others. They've heard me say time and time again, you know, serve first and you'll be rewarded for that. But I think mm. you're right. We, we, we get in our own way all the time. And I love the idea of thinking about, okay, well, what's the first domino in this string of dominoes and all these amazing things that can happen. It always starts with the beginning, right? And as right. we all know, in physics, uh, an object at rest tends to stay at rest, otherwise acted on an outside force. So in your eyes, like what are those outside forces that can help us get started and just get us to finally take action? And when, you know, so many people listen to so many of these episodes yeah. and yet their next action is to play the next episode. What's going to get them to actually, you know, do the things that we're teaching them to do? Well, I think people need to realize they've already won at something in life. They've already accomplished something big. It might be someone like you that, you know, went to college to be an architect and graduated and was able to become an architect. Like that's a huge deal. Like you worked your butt off. You've probably had limiting beliefs in the beginning. Can I do it? Can I make it? It's scary. What if I fail? What are my parents going to think? You had all these things, but you still did it because you seen what you wanted at the end of the, the journey in a sense, or to that point. And I think for people, we need to go back. I want people to right now just think to themselves, there's something that you've done. Even if you're going back to when you were in little league, right? You tried out for a team, we're scared. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And you did it and you've trained and you did your best and you showed up and then you, you made it, you know? And so there's a lot of this in our own world right now that we're not giving ourselves credit for that we need to, because I believe if you come in with the right mindset, 
that's like step number one. Like we have to have the mindset. And I know we hear this all the time. I want this to be that moment for you right now that you've been listening to all these podcasts and Pat's and whoever else is, but I want you to come back to like this one and be like, that's that take action moment that that guy was talking about. Like, here it is. Like, I get it. And so for me, it's the moment that you're deciding to do something. We've already done that. A lot of us have already done it. You've done it to get to where you are today. And there's constantly new ones, right? There's always new ones that are coming on the horizon. But then once we do it and we prove it to ourselves, then from there, we'll have the confidence to try something else, even though we've never done it before, or maybe we've never succeeded at that one thing in the journey yet. But if we can get you to at least make that first step, take that action step, then from there, you can see the effects from that as long as you continually take that action. I think it's important to allow yourself and even plan for the idea of going back into your history and thinking about those moments that you've had because Mm. we take this action all the time. And sometimes it's the ones we don't, we didn't even know we took that made the biggest difference. And we have Big to time. think back at, at, you know, in those ideas. And one moment for me, I remember where I made that commitment, like f- to me, take action is, is another word for you're committing and you're moving forward. I remember when I started my business selling an architectural guide to help people pass an exam, even though, and I haven't told this to a lot of people, even though I had a business, I was making five figures a month. I was still looking for an architecture job. Because I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. But I remember getting a call from my boss, the same one who let me go. And he offered me this amazing position, a raise, an office, even offered me a a year's rent for free. And that was the moment I knew I had to make a decision. Am I going to go down the road of architecture with this new opportunity, with this raise in in an office and a year's rent for free? Like, what an amazing opportunity. Or am I going to go to this other direction that I've started, but I haven't fully committed to? And so I weighed that decision in my head and, and I, you know, rather quickly made the decision to be an entrepreneur then. It was only then, then and only in that moment that I realized that I was meant to be an entrepreneur. And I started to do things as an entrepreneur. Sure. I held back a lot before because I was like, oh, what if I just go back to architecture? But it was after that moment. That was my commitment moment for me. I don't know. Do, do you have a certain commitment moment? Because I know you weren't always mm. an entrepreneur. What, what was that commit sort of take action moment for you back in the day? There was so many now that I look back, like I think people should go back and retrace their steps, right? Like, so for me, like right out of high school, I went in and started working for my father's construction company. I thought I was going to own that company. And I talk all about this in the book, but it was like that thing that I thought, and I think a lot of us, we think that's the career, right? We think that's going to be the thing. And then about six years in, I seen that the business really wasn't all that great. And the partnership that my father had wasn't all that great. And this probably wasn't going to be a business I was going to own one day. So then all of a sudden I felt deflated. I felt like, oh my gosh, I put all this time in this effort. I thought I was going to own this thing. And now I'm just going to have to go get a regular job or go work for myself doing construction. And that, that moment for me was when my wife and I were talking about it. And my whole thing was, I just wanted to work less, not like, like less, like less than 60 hours a week. Cause, but at then I was working then, but it was like, Mm -hmm. how can I spend more time with my family? How can I take my kids to school? And so my wife had this idea of starting a photography business. And I'm like, I have no idea about photography, but if you want to give it a go, I guess. And so that was a moment in time that it shifted for me. And I said, let's just kind of go for it on the side. We did. And we started to build some momentum. And once we built momentum, I felt confident to leave my job. And then we left the job and then that turned us into a, you know, a six figure business locally, brick and mortar. And then that led us to the online space where then that turned into a six figure business. So it all, all these little moments created the effect 
from, you know, taking those actions in, in those, in those chances really, and, and the risks really, but the reward is the why, right? And we talk about that a lot. And that's something else I talk a lot about in the book is like, we need to understand what the why is. Why are you doing what you're doing? So yes, Pat, there is that moment. I can, I can see it right now myself sitting in a chair in a dining room. I still see the room. I can still see the furniture. I can still see just the knickknacks. I can see everything. Cause I felt, I felt like a failure in a sense, cause I didn't know what I was going to do. And we had that conversation that moment right there changed everything for me. When you hear somebody say, yeah, I kind of accidentally fell into this business or I accidentally started doing this work online. Like, do you really believe that, that it's kind of just, oh, it just kind of happened. I don't believe that because I always think there has to be that moment of commitment, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't mean you're going to do everything right. And usually you won't, but I just love your opinion on that because that's like the opposite of taking action. That's like just getting lucky, if you will. But mm. I, I don't believe that that's ever the case. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? So are you referring this to like you and me or just someone in general? Just like, a, anybody in general. But some people tell me, oh, you're so lucky you just yeah, fell into right. this. And I'm like, no, right. I didn't. I worked <laughs> right, my butt right. off. I made decisions. <laughs> yep. But we yeah. hear all the time people say that, oh, I just yeah. kind of, accident- yep. I'm an accidental entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. What they don't realize is everything that led up to that moment. And I mean, everybody look at Gary V look at, you know, Grant Cardone, anybody that's, you know, like massively like out there today, they still started at the bottom and they just worked their butt off, but you're just seeing this and you're comparing yourself, which you shouldn't do that either. But no, I, I agree with you hundred percent. There's a lot of ups and downs along the way, but I wouldn't change it because it, it led me to where I, where I am now. But, you know, yes, I would agree with you that it takes work and it takes commitment. To me, it takes the mindset. And that's why the mindset is so important to be in that mindset that I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to commit to this. Like you said, you have to commit to it and you have to give it enough time. Right. You can't sit there and say, I'm just going to go ahead and give this three months and see what happens. Like I was building the photography business on the side late at night, you know, doing our stuff for, you know, how to get clients in the door. I was doing all that stuff, then going to work the next day. So it wasn't something that I just automatically just left. I was doing it on the side. Then when I started doing the online stuff, I was building that. I was learning that I was a, a student. I was going through trainings and then I launched my first product. That was the time that I was like, holy crap this actually works for me too, you know? And so then I built up a little bit more confidence and I said, let me go ahead and dig a little bit deeper. And then it just started to, to really just, again, create that effect of just constantly wanting to grow and expand and do better. And it's just, yeah, it's not given to anyone. If you're thinking you're just going to go out there you, you see all the ads all the time, Pat, right? It's like, you know, start selling on Amazon today and be rich tomorrow. And I don't promote that. You don't promote that. We both know that's not the truth. Right. Now, when you speak about how you, you know, would stay up late and work on your business and you committed all this time and and energy into it, I think that scares a lot of people. It's like, oh, well, I don't have the time or I don't (laughs) have, you know, the energy to do this. And I'd love for you to speak to those who are saying that to themselves right now. Oh, this, you know, you pull these all nighters and I I can't do that. I have a family and, you know, there's all these excuses. It's all mindset, like you said. But the truth is the take action effect isn't started with something huge. It's not the big bang theory that, you know, things are only created in this one explosive moment. It's, it's a small thing, but mm-hmm. how do we find that small thing to do? What is that first action we should take? How do we know? Let me go back to like, cause I get that all the time too. It's like, well, what if I only have an hour a day or what if I only have, you know, a little bit of time at, at night or I don't want to, you know, not, you know, spend time with my family. 
I'm that right. guy. Like I'm that guy. And I said, I, I actually, I, I was on uh, John's podcast recently and we talked about this and I said, I was in the construction business working 60 plus hours a week at 20. I started at 21 years old. I was building a house on the side after my work hours when I was 23. I built that house in 11 months by myself. The only thing I had subbed out was the foundation and the drywall. Everything else we did ourselves, myself, my father, and a few friends did that at night. I built my own home. So that's work. All right. That's sweating. That's like, you know, my father broke his arm trying to pull down a tree. Like we worked our butts off. So anyone that says that they don't have time, the why is not big enough. You need to establish your why. Why are, Why do you want to, instead of saying, I want to make $100,000, like what's that going to do for you? And I, I really talk about this in the book. I go through like the deepness of the why. How do you discover the true why? Instead of saying, I want to make $100,000, why do you want to make that? Well, I want to spend time with my family. Why do you want to spend time with your family? Because I don't want to miss my kids, you know, baseball games. Why don't you want to miss your kids baseball games? Because I don't want them to look at me when I get older and say that I was a bad father. Like whatever it is, get to the root of it. That will drive you to stay up till two o'clock in the morning occasionally, not every night, but occasionally because you're looking for what it's going to give you on the other side. Well, and you also find out through that sort of self-reflection and questioning, holy crap, I don't need $100,000 to do all these things that would make me happy. I could do that right now, right? Mm. And I think, I mean, this is an exercise I run with a lot of people and they go, I want to be a millionaire. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Why? And then they finally realize, well, I actually only need $5,000 a month, which is a completely different business oh, model. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Than, than earning a yeah. million dollars a year. Why do you think we kind of have these goals that aren't really our goals? Where does that come from, you think? Comparing people, you know, with people, other people. You're yeah. on social media. We're all on social media. We compare ourselves and I'm guilty of it as well. I mean, we all, you would think like Pat's at a certain place. I'm in a certain place. You got it all figured out. You don't ever compare. There's times that you see stuff and you're like, should I be doing that? Like they're doing that. I should be doing that because if I'm not doing that, I'm not going to serve my audience and they're going to give the audience the bad message because it's not the right message. And you start, it's constant. So you're going to still have those. But the other thing is, is you are part of that. And I, I hate to say it, but you know, you have to almost give yourself a very small amount of time to be on social if you can, because when you're building a business, that could be the most distracting thing because you're going to see sales numbers and you're going to see, you know, shiny cars and, you know, Lamborghinis and all of that stuff. So to me, it's all about comparing. If you're comparing yourself, then that's going to be that's going to be bad, right? Because then you're like, well, I should be making a hundred thousand or I should be making seven figures because everyone else is saying that they are. It's like you said, you said it perfectly. Figure out what your number is and then go after that number. Right, right. And the comparison game is important, but you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others. Mm. You should be comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's how you grow. I still want to tackle specifically, how do we know what our first action is mm. with so much that we could absorb out there, so much content, so many people saying, this is your first step, or no, this is your first step, this is your first step. How does one know if they do know their why, what their first steps are? Well, again, the second part of the book, after we've tackled the, you know, all of the mindset stuff and, and everything to get you prepared for those, for those action steps. And you've covered a lot of it. And, you know, I've covered a lot of it and it really comes down to, you need to think to yourself right now, what are you going to be able to show up every single day for, let's say the next 12 months and to work on something that you genuinely enjoy. And once you enjoy that process 
From there, you're going to learn. And then if you want to pivot later, you can. But if you're just going to go after the money and you're going to be like, well, I'm just going to go sell a random product on, on Amazon, right? That's my world, right? right? People are, are promoting, like, just go find a product and you'll be rich. It, that's going to get old. It's going to get frustrating and you're not going to stick with it. We need to find something that you are either passionate about, you're interested in, or that someone else is really passionate about that you can help them grow their business. A lot of people don't talk about that. I actually have a, a guy that I met at Sellers Summit and uh, we had a great conversation after hours at, at the bar and he was telling me he was just, he was struggling with his niche. He's like, I'm just not sure what I want to do or what I'm going to do, but I, I, I just, I want to get into this. I want to mm -hmm. get out of the corporate world. And he started telling me about his wife that she runs a speech therapy business, brick and mortar, and, and he loves what she's doing and he loves the change in, in these children. And I said, well, there it is. Like, just why don't you help her get her message out there. You're the guy maybe behind the scenes that really helps everything get attention. You help to bring new people into the ecosystem so that way there you can nurture them and then eventually they will wanna buy from you or they will go through an affiliate link for a product that's gonna help with speech therapy. And he was his light bulb was just like glowing, like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Like I didn't think of it that way. And I go in, in the process, you're learning what it takes to start and run an online business. Anyone that's listening, like you've already heard it a hundred thousand times probably, but you, you just need to get started and the map is there for you. Like you don't have to overcomplicate it. It's really as simple as know what your market is, your, your niche is from there, find out where they're hanging out, get the attention and then show up and deliver value. And then from there, the money will follow. I mean, it is that simple, Pat, you know what I, I know it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not easy, but it's that simple. Right. I think we often over try to complicate things. And it's definitely I'm, I'm thinking back to when I first started out and I was writing my ebook for my architecture website. I mean, it did seem so far away mm. It did because it was just so different. And, and it's not it's it's so unusual. It's it's we're used to working nine to five. You work for X hours, you get paid for those X hours and mm. creating something and spending a month on writing an ebook, for example, and then, then selling it without knowing whether or not it would sell or not was one of the scariest things. So when it comes to OK, maybe we do have some of our first steps. We know like when we need to, you know, go get stronger and lose weight, we need to go to the gym. And so the first step is you get in the car and you go to the gym. Right. Right. But it's scary. You go to the gym and there's all these like buff people and you don't know how to use the equipment. And then you kind of just shell up and go home. And you're like, OK, that was uncomfortable. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> right. and it's, it's the same thing with business. You try to build a website and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is like learning a new language. I don't know how to do this. And you don't have enough money to hire somebody to do it for you. So you're bootstrapping. How do we as we are taking those first steps, keep going in addition to obviously remembering why you're doing it? But, you know, how do we get help through this? Well, I mean, there's a ton of resources out there. I mean, we live in a day and age where we can get almost any, so almost too much information at times. So I would pick someone to learn from Pat, learn, learn from Pat, right? Like you've said something to me that really resonated with me. And I share it at any conference that I'm at, that I'm speaking, or even on other people's podcasts, just in time learning. And you learned it from someone else, but then you passed it on. And I so agree with that because you don't have to know how to connect your shopping cart to your website if you don't have products for sale, right? So don't worry about that. The first thing that you need to worry about is really creating your home base. And that is your website slash blog. That's it. Like figure that part out. And to me, you can have that done on Fiverr. You can have it done on a third party service. You can get that set up pretty inexpensively and then just start publishing, like start publishing, getting used to it. 
if your audience is on Facebook, show up on Facebook, start inter interacting with people, go to other people's groups and just get comfortable with taking those actions. But if you have a clear vision of where you're going, and I think that's a big one, right? Sit down, map it out. What does your plan look like? Right. And you might be thinking, well, I don't know what my niche is. I don't sit down and brainstorm. What would that look like? If you could sit there and talk about something every single day, or what do you talk about now at parties and people always ask you questions, you know, like, or what is something that you just like to work on on the weekends that gets your mind off work? Like whatever that is, just, you got to make the first step. But my thing is, is you just got to get started with something and we're, we're going to need a home base. We're going to need a website. So that would be like first step. And it doesn't have to be a fancy website. It could be even the 2019 or 2020, whenever you're listening to this uh, theme that WordPress gives you, I, I wouldn't overcomplicate it in the beginning, just get it up there, get it started. And then just, you know, continually show up and start producing some content and serving a market. I love that. And, and when it comes to serving that market and getting involved in that market, I mean, going to places where those people exist is, is hugely important. Mm -hmm. It's one of my, you know, building your online business can be done offline and should be done offline. Sure. That's actually what's going to help you stand out a little bit more. And, and today, for people who are just starting out today, Sky, I mean, you've been doing business for, you know, a long time. I've been doing business for a long time. Starting a business today is different than when we started it back in the day. What would you recommend people do to help grow their business? So maybe they get a few people connected. They have this market that they're interested in helping and serving, and they have solutions in their head that they want that they want to create. How would you recommend a person grow their business, expand their business, start to actually you know plant that flag on who they are and what they believe in and and what people can come to them for? How do you build a brand today? Mm. Yeah, well, it's a great question. Again, I like to keep things simple. And really, it depends on what is your platform of choice? What or what is your medium of choice? Do you like to talk, <laughs> you know, like you and I do, then it's podcasting, yeah. right? If you like to write, do a blog. If you like to be on video, do video. In a perfect world, I would like, and I've seen this happen numerous times, and this was actually the advice I gave to the guy with his wife with a speech therapist, is I said, start creating video as soon as you possibly can. And just start posting that on YouTube and then post it on a Facebook fan page and then take that video from the YouTube and then embed it on your blog, write a blog post about it and then just keep repeating that process. And then once you get into that rhythm, you're number one, you're creating an asset that just doesn't reside on like Instagram, right? Instagram isn't as evergreen as a blog would be or as YouTube would be. So that's right. where I would get, I would start building that out because now I feel like I'm building assets that one of those assets can hit. I had a listener of mine that, and he did something very similar to what you've done. And he's really just documented his process. He's like, I want to get started, but I don't want to launch a product because I got to invest in the inventory, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, I'm going to go and do what Scott said and just start publishing content about me learning how to distill alcohol. <laughs> like that's what he's doing. It's almost like beer crafting, right? Like he's like, I'm going to document me learning how to do it. And he did, he said, I'm going to commit to 52 weeks, one video a week. He's in his basement doing it. First year, he said, if I got 500 subscribers, I'd be happy. Well, he got 15,000 subscribers, making $1,200 a month on ads, on sponsorships, on donations. And now I just looked after I interviewed him back on my show, he's over 27,000 subscribers in less than two years. So that's just from documenting the process, documenting the process weekly. And so anyone can do that. If video is scary, then don't do video. Just write about it. Just blog about it at least once a week. So that's what I mean. Like there's really no excuse in today's day and age that we can't get started. The biggest thing is, is not getting distracted with the shiny objects, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing what you want to do and what platform you're most comfortable with, and then just commit, just commit to it. And from there, I'm, I promise you that you'll learn a ton. 
you'll get progress moving forward and you'll get that take action effect that I talk about. I'm just trying to think of obstacles, right? As people are going through, because we're making it sound very simple. It's not easy. It's simple. There's mm, not a ton of steps. You just go do it. But there's other obstacles that can get in the way that can really derail us. And and for me, it was some of my first failures. It, um, but other than that, it was also other people, external sure. people, haters, trolls. But but also there were and, and, and luckily it wasn't so dramatic for me. But I know this has been the case for some others is you don't get the support from the loved ones around mm. you. And they might think you're crazy. Oh, go get a real job. Or what are you doing? You're distracting yourself from what you should be doing. You're, you know, you, you, even a spouse, perhaps. Um, mm. ha- how does one manage those relationships when it comes to taking action on something new and trying to build something different? Yeah, that's a tough one. It really is. And, you know, it's it's hard <laughs> if when before you got married, if you didn't already know that you weren't going to have a supportive wife or husband, that's kind of tough. The thing is, I would have a heart to heart right? Like I'd have to have that. Luckily, I mean, I've been married for over 25 years. I have a supportive wife. She's like my best, you know, like business partner, like friend, like everything, like supporter. So I'm very, very lucky to have her. My father's always been a big supporter uh, of me, but there's also been times, Pat, that I've went out there and made a fool of myself in front of my family. Uh, remember Amway back in the day, I went out and solicited all of my relatives uh, when I was like 20 years old, thinking I was going to be this Amway success. And I embarrassed myself. And I found out very early lesson there was I did not want to bug people to buy from me. I wanted to have people come to me. And so that was a big lesson there. It was really humiliating, to be honest with you. I, I put a suit on and went to my cousins for dinner, which I never wear a suit. I still don't wear a suit because they, they told you at the, one of the meetings that you should go there in a suit and you know you should dress a certain way. And I, I did everything by the book. And uh, she's an older cousin. So she was really nice to me. But then, I mean, I left. I felt like so, so embarrassed. But I still took lessons away from that now, looking back at what happened. And it taught me, you know, I read a book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So that was a big takeaway and just some really mm-hmm. important lessons. But you do need to get around some some people. And nowadays it's so easy, right? Like you can go to meetup.com, find someone in in a local area, maybe start your own entrepreneurial group, maybe in your local area. I know you do that, Pat, you know, maybe um, online in a Facebook group, um, find out who else is kind of where you are, or maybe a little bit further and see if they want to have a little accountability group. It's easier now than ever to be able to find people that you can at least bounce ideas, feel supportive, pick you up when you're down. That is important. I mean, I'll be honest. I had a bad week about a week and a half ago. And because of my support network, they pulled me up. And, you know, it was, I just had a lot of stuff going on and I was feeling the, the pressure. And, and then we just kind of, we took a step back and they helped me, right? And my wife helped me, but it's, it's one of those things. It's going to happen no matter where you are in business. We're talking about getting started and, and feeling embarrassed because you're starting something, or maybe your wife isn't supportive and you have to prove it to her first, come up with some type of agreement, have her, you know, agree to, um, allowing you to try this thing for, you know, six months or, or something like that. Another a friend of mine actually was a listener. He took his, his referee money that he was refereeing on the side. And he said, honey, I'll use that money to start my business. That way there, I don't interfere with the house account. Right. And she was okay with it. Oh, that's well, cool. He, yeah. He started a business. Now he left his job after two years of starting that business. So yeah, it, that is a hard one, Pat. It, it is. And there's not really a, a simple solution because I think everyone's, everyone's, uh, you know, relationships and, and people in lives is different, but hopefully that helped. I mean, the biggest thing is, just be honest and open with the loved ones that you are calling on for support and letting them know the big vision, how have them get, be part of the process, have them be part of the grand vision, have them be part of the dreaming process. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, including including uh, those around you that that you know are going to be affected by your decisions is really important. I mean, it would be kind of terrible to just kind of act without considering how yeah. your actions would impact others. So de- definitely, and I think involving them in the process and 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 sharing your why and why it aligns with what you feel is 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 best too. And if if you have to come to some agreement, um, I think that's perfect. And I, it reminds me of Darren Rouse from ProBlogger. He rem- I, he yeah. tells a great story about when he started. He made a deal with his wife that was time-based, that he had a certain I amount of time that. to make a certain amount of money yeah. or else uh, he would have to go back and get a regular job. And that definitely right. motivated him uh, too. So I, I think that's important. What else are we missing here in, in the take action effect? And you talk about this, you know, all these things in your book, obviously, but what other highlights can we look forward to reading and, and what can we talk about? Yeah, really, I, I take people through in the second half of the book is really uncovering themselves. Like, let's unpack you. Like, let's first off in the beginning, let's let's figure out like what's holding you back, what's held you back in the past. And let's let's bust through those. Let's get a very clear why. Let's get all of these supporting mental things in order. So then we can go ahead and start to create that business plan. And then from there, we are going to go through and really uncover what it is like we talked about here. What is it that you could, you know, that you could start a business around. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't know if I could start a business around that. Most of the time you can, right? Like some of the weirdest things, we have a a mutual friend and someone part of our accelerator, Cassidy, who started a business in succulents, right? Like who would have thought, right? She's been on the show before. She's awesome. Yeah. So don't think just because you think that it's a weird niche or, you know, there's no one out there that would be interested. You'd be surprised. So really it's about unpacking yourself, sitting down, with a little bit of alone time and mapping out what your what your perfect day would look like dream a little bit like we we so hold ourselves back because we limit ourselves to what we can achieve and i don't mean achieve like i want to go out there and be a multi you know a millionaire it's more of like what's the lifestyle you want to create and you're going to realize it's not actually as hard as you think to achieve those numbers if you create the plan and so i would say figure out what market you are going to start in or that you're going to continually grow in. Cause we're talking like you're, you're starting. If I, I know people right now that are in business, that they're kind of stuck where they are in business. Like if you haven't added the component of building a relationship with your market and with your customers, like that's step number one, like you have to mm-hmm. start building the know, like, and trust. If you don't like your competition is right. And, and so you don't have that advantage. And that means like follow up with email and being more active on social maybe, or, uh, you know, doing a podcast that maybe you didn't think that you would want to do. I mean, I know you and I, Pat, we both agree. I mean, podcasting has been huge for us. So yeah, I think the thing that we're not really missing, but that people need to understand is we have to figure out the front part, which is the mindset and, and really giving yourself credit. Like if, if I can just get you to walk away and say, oh my gosh, you know, Scott just brought up a great point. I did this one thing and I'm so proud of that. Like give yourself credit for what you've already done because you know what? You can do anything you want to do as long as you you want it. And that's where creating your why comes in. And then from there, figuring out what market you want to serve, how to get attention in that market. And then from there, how to serve that market on a regular basis. And then really how to serve them with not just content, but also products and services that they can buy to help them in that market. So, I mean, that's the simple. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I love that, man. Thank you for that. Uh, where can people go get the book? Where is it available? Yeah. I mean, it's available on Amazon and pretty much every other outlet, but you can just go to, uh, also you can go to, uh, take action effect.com. 
I'll also have some bonuses and stuff over there because I know that a lot of people want, uh, you know, checklists and uh, worksheets and also some videos. And I've also got some case studies from other people that have really had their own take action moments and uh, have turned that into a business. So, and I think that's always kind of encouraging to see, but yeah. So, and again, I just want everyone out there to realize like even this here, this book, and you know it, Pat, this is something I never thought that I would do. And here we are because of the moments that led up to this and then creating the moment or the, the take action of creating this book and now getting it out to the world. And that's what I'm most excited about right now. Love it, man, dude. Well, I'm stoked for you. I'm excited to be at your event this year and I'm just excited for the book and we'll get it out there. I think it's gonna help a lot of people. And thank you for what you're doing, man. I love how you're expanding outside of the Amazon space because you truly actually care about people and their success too, because you have all this amazing experience to share. And I'm again, excited to, to chomp into the book and congrats again. Pat, I want to thank you once again, too. And again, you know, this book also, I feel is, uh, is also uh, partly due to, you know, following you for, for so many years and you inspiring me and then everyone else that you are. So I just want to say again, thank you so much. I appreciate you and I appreciate you having me back on. Oh man, that was so good. Thank you, Scott, for coming on again. I appreciate you so much for delivering value. I'm happy to support your book. Can't wait, like I said, to dive into it. And for everybody who wants to check it out, all you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash take action, one word. It'll redirect you to where you need to go to get that book. And Scott, proud of you. I was there when you started writing this book. So proud of you for putting it out there and the events you put on. It's just, you and I are so aligned, man. I'm so thankful to have you in my life and to have you here on the show to share more ways that, you know, you can be nice, you can care, and you can do this the right way. And that, that's what is, this is all about. And that's, that's what we teach. So I'm so thankful that you've come on as another example of that. And hopefully you can all learn from myself and Scott and his book and taking action. I, and, and, and what we talked about earlier in the show about thinking back to those moments where, yes, you've accomplished things and, and that led to one thing which led to another thing. This is why that first step is so important. And it, even if it's not the right first step, at least you're taking steps, right? And you can learn from those mistakes. For me, another big take action thing is also building relationships. This is why I go to events, why I throw events so that these relationships can happen because you never know the next person you meet, the next person you you say hi to and, and, and share information with could be the game changer. That take action, that little first step of saying hello could lead to so much stuff. And that's why I, I implore the three second rule because I'm an introvert and meeting people is tough for me. But if I go, hey, you know what? I'm gonna play a game with myself. I'm not gonna let myself go more than three seconds without saying hi if I want to say hi to somebody. And that usually is not enough time for me to, to psych myself out of it. So a little another tidbit for you to help you take action if taking action means getting to meet people, which can be very helpful. Anyway, Scott, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Smartpassiveincome.com slash take action, all one word. And finally, if you want to get the show notes for this episode, all the links that were mentioned and the direct link to Scott's book, smartpassiveincome.com slash session three nine zero. Cheers. Thanks so much, Team Flynn, for the win. All the best. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, 
setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it. 